0: Welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I am Gemma. I'm Chippy. Yay! Woohoo! Chippy's got her hair
1: on today. In a mum bun. I've tied it in an actual knot because I was walking the doll and it started to rain. And it, it I was just brollyless and coatless. So
0: mm.
1: we're going we're going for this spaniel look. What have
0: you done today, chip
1: chip 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 chippy? Chip? Well, I had a crazy fun. One of the most expensive things I've ever done, actually, in a morning. Some people go skydiving. Some people go for a really nice lunch, yeah. maybe, swanky restaurant.
0: Yeah.
1: Joe, and Joe took my hand and took me on the tube and we went for a COVID test in King's Cross. <laughs> so, <laughs> said romance is dead? I know. <laughs> um and then he said shall I buy you a coffee afterwards and I said
0: no let's just go home I think I feel we should tell people okay they might think you've gone for a COVID test because you think you got. COVID. that's not why you went no. to why I went I'm
1: hoping, I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm picturing it like I'm already there I'm hoping manifesting that I'm yeah that we will go to Venice on Friday because somebody very kindly has brought us a trip to Venice that's okay. but to get into Italy you need to have a certificate of a negative COVID test. And it can't be an NHS one. It's got to be done privately. Um, so that's what we were doing today. Uh,
0: Are going to go on a gondola?
1: Tu- I hope so. Hope to go on a gondola. Apparently, my friend, weirdly, well, I've got Italian friends, but also my friend is married to a guy who is half italian and his dad's side all come from lido in venice yes
0: that's where i stay when i went because i couldn't afford to actually stay in venice
1: i had to stay well so they all go there every summer so he's like this is my cousin's restaurant blah, blah blah so we've been getting really good tips and um they said don't get put off going in a gondola because you think it's all touristy it's beautiful and lovely. So, yes, I wanted to talk about how to do the corona test because I'm really worried it's going to come back inconclusive. But I think I didn't know what to expect and I found it quite... Even Joe said he felt a bit anxious about doing it because you don't know what to expect and it's really weird. So I thought I would share yeah,
0: with the share laundrettes. With, with
1: the group. Share with the because group. Because it, it might be something that we're having to do more of. And I think we did. we obviously had to do ours privately. So you get... It's called Fit to Fly. Um, but if you have symptoms and stuff, they send it to you in the post, and it's the same deal. So what happens is you get a swab that's like a really long cotton bud with a. It's not like a cotton bud on the end. It's obviously made of some sort of fibres, but it's the same deal. Like a smear cotton bud, like I've never looked at the business end of my smear tests I actually take a book to read. So
0: how long do they I'm... take? Do they have to well, fight their way through the undergrowth to get? <laughs> I, twenty minutes.
1: <laughs> i had a smear test once and i braced myself being like it was it's not gonna be bad they're not bad it's going to be fine and literally she re- wheeled away this is amazing nurse had a had a look and then she was like i'll be back in a minute she wheeled off to the left on her wheelie chair and then wheeled back in with a headlamp on and i laughed so much that we had to just wait for five minutes because i just was in completely insensible i was like this is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened anyway um so yeah it doesn't take that long but i'm always like i'm just going to read while you get everything ready and i'm there with my stuff on because i don't know what goes on
0: fair enough
1: um and so you get your swab you have um a little test tube what they call those like sample tubes like like you get blood in when they take your blood A vial. A vial. You get a a little vial. Yeah. Vial. 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 I
0: don't know. One of those.
1: And then you get a bigger one that's like that's the size of the thing that you pee in if you're a woman because they think that we're bloody marksmen anyway. um, So you swab your you have to swab your tonsils where your tonsils are. I don't have tonsils. We'll get onto that in a minute. Five times. And then you have to swab up your nose and you put it as far up your nose as you can until it stops, um, which is about two inches. And then you swab five times in each nostril. So I found it was really good. Um, obviously, if you're doing it at home, you've got all your home stuff there. But where we went, um, which was in a chemist, was really good because they had antibacterial wipes and you were next to a sink. So wash your hands. Also, there's a very good NHS video online that I watched before I went. So I'd watch this. So you do where your tonsils are. I don't have tonsils, which I think makes it a bit more difficult because your tonsils obviously stick out a bit. Yeah. Also it turns out my husband and maybe there are other laundrettes get confused between tonsils
0: and epiglottis. I love the epiglottis. My favourite part of the human body the epiglottis.
1: Why? I just It's I got no want... use as a doula. Usually things are doula related with you. I wouldn't be surprised if you're like I love the cervix.
0: It's my no, favourite well, bit of the human to, body. No, we used to say, relax the jaw to release the pelvic floor.
1: Oh, I don't need that. I need to clench the door. <laughs> <sighs> so you swab in the back of your throat, both of us retched. Not dramatically, no one was sick, but it is quite far back and it's good to have a mirror. So open your mouth, look at where your tonsils are. Yes. And then swab and do it. You have to do it five times. So I just gave it a good wallow in that area but you're not supposed to touch the inside of your mouth or your tongue or your teeth with the swab so you need to sort of go out if you need to kind of retch a bit because it's far back take the swab out and go back in um and then do your nose with the same swab with the same swab right both nostrils right up at the top swab 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 and then in the little file you put the swab in and you snap off the end so that it fits in because you've got a really long one so obviously you can have lots of reach to get in so you snap it in half and it goes in the file and then the little file goes in the big file and you're done and it was fine it wasn't pleasant um afterwards I felt like when you get when you're in the swimming pool when you're a kid or when you're older and you do roly polies and you get water up your nose that's what i felt like but it wasn't um it wasn't no it was fine and it, but also um, it was fine because we're doing it and hoping to go to venice
0: Ooh, we've had some confessions coming i I've excited chosen two, chosen two confessions um chippy hasn't heard the confessions and i have to confess i have not actually Read the confession. You read read the first line and we were (laughs) like, that's a winner. I have skin red. Um, So I'm going to ask Chippy, would you like to start the day off with um, deeper or lighter? Light or shade? What would you like? Let's go deep. (laughs) Deep. This is from... Let's call her Deep Debbie. Okay, Deep Debbie. (laughs) So she says, she has written, hi, loving the podcast. Always a good start. Well done, Debbie. I've made some big changes to my days and keep keep thinking I must have forgotten to do something because I've got so much free time. She's been following Tot. She's been tomming Ah, Oh,
1: well, that's what,
0: that is a side effect of Tot. Yes. So her confession is thus. This morning I've had an epiphany. I've managed my time really well all week and I've even managed to meet my husband for lunch and now I've dropped the kids off at school and I'm about to head out on a really long dog walk completely guilt-free and I've given myself permission to take a day off from my self-employed job that's a big thing amazing my epiphany being that years ago I worked nine to five normal office hours was really overwhelmed In the corporate environment. And I was so bitter, she used the word bitter, and envious of people that could do the things that I deemed as leisure activities during office hours. And I just couldn't work out how other people could fit so much in. I thought they were lucky or maybe they weren't weren't working as hard as me. When in reality, what they were doing was achieving more with their time. So they were being more efficient with their time. So, so much so that even now during nine to five, I carry a guilty feeling of skiving off. If I have to do something mm. like supermarket shopping or housework, hold on, let me turn my ping any ping off. Um, she, she feels like she's skiving. And yep. how much harder I've been making my life for myself by beating myself self every time when something other than work, like money paying work, sneaks yep. in my And I now mm. started to look at it through new eyes. I've reduced my mind numbing scrolling, which I was just using as an escapism to procrastinate throughout the day yeah. i've changed she's changed her phone layout so she's got a health page a work page and a home and social page um nice. so she can start to develop some nice habits um and she's just found all this time yeah just by looking at it isn't it so many people chippy the past couple of weeks have been messaging me going oh my god Also, what
1: she touched on was something that was really... uh, Mm -hmm. We were talking about um, slightly before. I um, got back from my test, took the dogs for a walk, and was really in like, got to take the dogs for a walk, then I've got to do this, then I'm doing the podcast, and then I've got to... Mm -hmm. And I was like, God, when I was in quarantine from being in spain it makes me sound very jet set but i haven't actually left the country in years there, I in a pandemic i'm like let's go um <laughs> and i was like god i, I the thing i missed about being outside i literally the only thing i missed was walking the dogs and all through lockdown i missed walking the dogs and i was like now i'm rushing that's it mm like it's something to tick off and get done yeah. but actually it's a thing I really enjoy and wish I had more time to do and I think a lot of us need to reevaluate that and I think that's why taught is so good and worth worth the agony yeah of the boot camp yeah because we have convinced ourselves that anything that gives us pleasure is guilty anything that We enjoy doing is invalid because it's not work, especially if you work for yourself. What women are especially guilty of is expecting someone to turn up and be like, "You go upstairs and have a cup of tea and read your book for an hour." Yeah, and no one ever is. But no, also, no one except other women really are going to make that feel guilty. If I said to my husband, "I'm going to go upstairs and read my book for an hour," he'd be like, "Oh,
0: good, good work." Yeah, no, I know. But it's almost, it's that, it's weird because like women, women martyr ourselves and we see our mums martyring the, themselves. Yeah. So then we follow that toxic pattern and then our daughters martyr themselves and everyone's uh, martyring um, themselves and no one gives us uh, it. No.
1: For what? No, no one, and no one cares. It's like, um, I always used to dis- de- uh, deny myself stuff financially because Joe always said that we didn't have any money. This just went... I wasn't working because we had small babies and I had been too bad at numbers to sort myself out with maternity leave. So <laughs> um, <laughs> so Joe would say we have no money. What he meant was I've spent quite a lot because I've been going out for dinner. And I have that feeling when you've been going out a bit much, that actually uh. we had no mortgage and two, one, one or two kids and it was yeah. fine and i was really resentful of that for years and it still comes up in arguments every now and again because well, now we're in a... dig up yeah exactly <laughs> well exactly but now we're in a situation where we have less money we've got a mortgage we've got more kids you know and i'm like god no one's gonna there's now that we we are worse off financially no one's coming with that pot of money i saved when we had money and saying oh but you you saved all this money so you can have it now Do you just know I mean it just gets absorbed it gets spent it gets
0: so i think debbie's made a very good point here that she was getting bitter about it so yeah think... and that's
1: bit, but that is isn't that partly because that's what what i'm just reading this amazing book at the moment and It's all about negativity and how you attract negativity sort of spiders out into people. And I think that's the thing. It's like, she was resentful of people who got to do stuff during work hours, like walk the dog, for example. Yeah. But she works for herself. So at some point she must have had that plan that she's like, I'm going to work for myself. But, but I bet she's been around people who were like, "Oh, that'd be nice. It would be nice if I could." Do you know what I mean? And that negativity is funneled
0: into her. But once you once you have that bitterness and it invades you, it can be very easy to slip into that habit where you're like, "Well, <clears throat> I'm going to passively aggressively martyr myself and stay into the office until 8 p.m. tonight to show you who, that's yeah. you know that I'm better at my job or I work harder or this means more to me," and like. It, where's it going to get you? Apart from also, that.
1: Also, you'll be the one that's sitting in the office and that person will be at the bar having a cocktail. No, completely not completely oblivious. A, either oblivious or being like, oh God, I feel really bad that she has, doesn't have her shit together enough that she can... Do you know what I mean? And I'm sure it's part of this. It's like with the lady last week who was saying um, that she decided to stop working and she felt judged. Mm. Um And... I'm not saying that this lady, deep Debbie is judging, but it is that sort of thing where she's suddenly like, I've got all this time.
0: Well, actually her last sentence was my guilt was because I was judging myself the same way I judged others in the past. Yeah. And like that martyring of yourself. And like you said, no one, sometimes when I'm really tired, like, and I've had like a really busy period at work, I just be like, I just want someone, I want to go home to my mom. I want to be eight. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do that thing where you used to come home from school, throw your bag on the side, go upstairs into my room, read, appear at dinner time, dinner made, have a Yeah, Just feel that someone is looking after me. And there's a massive part in the book actually where it's like, it's a really horrible realization to be like, that's my job now. I have to look at yeah. myself because if I don't, no one else is going to do it for, unless you've got a, a, an amazing partner that spots it and, you know, the chances are yeah. no one else is going to do it for you. And that's horrible. Yeah. It's really but hard. also
1: I know, Oh, this is a dirty laundry confession from me. I know there have been times where I've nearly said to Joe, why don't you go upstairs and read your magazine? Cause he gets yeah sent private eye every I don't know how often it comes. It feels like it comes private every day eye. Watching
0: you. No. What no. No. Private eye. Watching you. That's what? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Yeah, I oh she's googling
1: it. I know um, oh, it <laughs> But I feeling like, oh maybe I should I'm gonna tell Joe that he should go upstairs and watch. Uh, read a, read this magazine and have a cup of coffee, and I haven't done it because I'm like I'd like to do that. So then neither of us get to do it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yet, why shouldn't he do it? He does a lot. I feel like every podcast at some point we talk about how much Joe does for me <laughs> and what a lazy what a lazy bitch I am. But he does do a lot. He's very frustrating. We've worked out that literally wherever I want to be in the house, he'll be standing directly in <laughs> in my path.
0: You sit on a sofa. They're all in the same two square meets like, yeah. as you. I mean, it's lovely. They're like and The dogs, little, the kids, everyone's on Olympics. you. Like, you all these rooms. Utilise, utilize, be yeah. <laughs> free, be free.
1: If you want to be here, I'll go upstairs. and you'll follow <laughs> me up. But the more I say to him, babe, why don't you go and read your magazine? I've got this. You have a cup of coffee. The more likely he is to think to do it for me.
0: Interesting, I I was so guilty that I joined the gym a couple of years ago, that I made Mike join it (laughs) as well. Does does he go? Yeah, he does now, but I felt so guilty. If, If he'd come home, I'd have the same guilt that Debbie has. He'd come home, we've had a really bad day at work, what do you do? Oh shit, I went to the gym. I can't tell him I went to the gym because that makes me sound really lazy and he's had a really bad day. And I couldn't cope with that level of guilt so yeah. I made him join the gym <laughs> to make myself feel better. <laughs> should we move on to the next confession? Yes. Okay. I need to think of um, a nickname for this lady. Um, skyving Sandra. We're gonna think. Oh. Yeah. Although I don't think she is skiving. Okay. okay. Let's, let us be the judge of that. <laughs> skyving Sandra. Whenever I take a day off work, and my husband doesn't have a day off work. Yeah. He gets really mad at me. <gasps> yeah. As he has, as, because he has to work. So this last week, I've had a couple of secret days off and not told anyone. Nice. Yeah. I had a bubble bath, did a face oh. mask and watched a film. I never get any time to myself normally. Or I get made to feel guilty if I do. Yeah. It was so nice. One, yeah. day I made my son a birthday cake and had a cuppa with a friend. Don't tell my husband. Has anyone else do this? Does anyone else do the same? We are working from home and we are in each other's pockets twenty four seven. We had to go into the office for two weeks, so I've had a couple of days to myself. Might not get the chance again till next year. I think she's now. There's lots of things to unpack here.
1: Oh, so much! I, I, I feel
0: like I feel like, a, I feel like
1: first, one of those toys. There, you wind the thing up, and you're like, "Yeah, I feel." The,
0: it go. The, I might be completely wrong here, um, Sandra, um, but um, I, I well, but well, I just feel sad for Sandra that her, her husband gets the ships if she does something nice for herself.
1: Yeah, that happens so much. So common. So yeah. so common. I
0: mean, and I'm not. Look, I am not a saint, right? I are you not? No, Saint Gemma. <laughs> no, Saint so um, Gemma of Kent. So yeah, Saint Gemma of cleaning. patron um, yeah. <laughs> Saint of mops. That's what I. And love. pigeons. And pigeons. <laughs> Honestly, So you try and do a good deed. I am not a. So I'm not a saint. And there are times when I will feel jealous if Mike... So Mike's had the past four weeks off because he finished one job and he's just started, he started yesterday, actually. Um, How's it going? Well, he's only on day two.
1: Um, quite so a good gauge that, of how it's going.
0: Said it will laptop and do work. So he's not actually done <laughs> any work. <laughs> okay. Um, said so that was... That was been tricky um but like you said he's had four weeks off and i it, it, so it happened in some ways it's been quite nice because i've been very busy so that means he's been able to pick up the slap the kids and, the, and the it was good timing it was very good time but in other ways i've been like oh my god like i am so tired like i said to Chiffy before we started recording today i am so tired and, and I think i had I, I got, I got to like three weeks, six days of, without having said anything passive aggressive or referencing my jealousy. And the day before he was due to go back to work, I go, wish I just had four weeks off. And I was like, no, why did you? Blah, 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 oh, reverse, loud, reverse. Blah, blah. But
1: also part of it is because you work for yourself, unless you give yourself four weeks off, you're never going to be in that position.
0: Well, no, and also, you never truly are away from work if you work for yourself. No, it, it, It's no, that's not. That's the wrong word. Misconception. But
1: what I think is really amazing about Sandra, as we'd call her in the south, or Sandra. Oh yes. What I love is that a lot of people would be like, "Oh, he doesn't like it, so I'm not going to do it," and I just love the fact that she's like. It's better for him not to know it's easier for me, better for him and she hasn't get done what a lot of people do which is to sacrifice her time off she's just been like I'm just going to do it without telling him he's just envious I looked up the difference between jealousy and envy Yeah. he's just envious he of her it. yeah of her time off
0: mm-hmm.
1: but rather than being like oh I'm so jealous I wish that I could book time off have the best day for both of us
0: yeah or then he just makes her a, a, something to spur you on to to make that time for yourself as inspiration. yeah like oh I feel jealous which means I'm and I love the fact it.
1: that she's she's using that day and not being like I booked the day off and I went and did the big shop and then I did the then I mopped all the floor not that cleaning's bad but just you know I mean so many okay. people would be like I booked the day off and I boot the house it's like I've taken the day off and I've watched a movie and put the face mask on. Um, you know that thing where you're on holiday, like you had, we both had staycations mm. this summer and, part, and you weren't particularly far away from your house. You're in lovely Hampshire. But part of the thing is, yeah. I mean, we've both got a billion children, so we still need to do a certain level of washing. But you don't have all those things like, oh, I should hang that picture up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did say I'd swap their bedroom round. Mm-hmm. You don't have any of that stuff. You get that benefit in your car. Now, if your car's like my car, you do need to clean it. Yeah. But quite often, I go into the car with a plastic bag and then I sit there. I don't actually put anything in my plastic bag. The plastic I... bag is full of the rubbish. But you have the same thing where you're like, you can sit in your car and stare in space and listen to the birds sing and you don't. You have that degree of separation where it's like well you don't have to Yeah, do have to be doing anything so being 10 minutes early for an appointment or 10 minutes early to pick your kids
0: up or whatever gives you some staring
1: in space time
0: going through my Instagram reels I was, because I was really getting into reels if you want yeah. a, a good way of wasting time they're quite good reels yeah and there was this lady and it's hilarious I can't remember her name and she was like, um, I've told my husband that I'm going to do the shop, the big shop, the grocery shop. Yeah. She. Said, but what he doesn't know is that last night I did click and collect. Yeah. So I'm going to go and get a Costa coffee, sit in the car, read my book, and, and then come back two hours later and pretend I've just been in the supermarket. Genius. I'm wondering genius. if that is Sandra. Like,
1: if it is, if it is, if it is, she's the woman is a genius and needs to be put in charge of the country. <laughs> because there are certain things now I don't want to sound like a man hater and I don't want Derek to get upset that we've been on the phone again but there are certain and I'm not big on deception I'm not saying everyone has to lie but there are some things that it's just easier to be a bit mm, with the truth about and that is a prime example yeah of like
0: I find, when no good can come of telling the truth.
1: No, and, and why and why should it be acceptable? Why should it be acceptable for you to do two hours in a supermarket but not an hour
0: reading your book? Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I think It's like there's people I, who cheat on people and they then they feel so guilty that they've cheated on their partner that they have to tell their partner, but the only reason why they're telling the partner is so that they can offload the guilt they're just trying to make themselves feel better yeah so in some ways telling little white lies or being economical with the truth is all right yeah i think so i just think and this isn't all men and this
1: isn't all women but a lot of relationships which we've discussed before where the 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 sort of housework and the kids stuff falls mainly to the women because of maternity leave and then it doesn't get kind of re, re-divided fairly. Mm. And it's a bit like, because you're at home all time, all the time, if you're a stay at home mum or you're a work at home mum, like part of the reason both of us do what we do is to be flexible around our children. Yeah. Um, and I think neither of us are married to men where this is applicable really, although both of them can have a f- their fair share of little white lies that won't hurt them. But you're always. It's the same as working from working for yourself from home. You're always at home. You're always on. And I remember having a moment when I was. Uh, we were celebrating our five year anniversary in Sicily. We just had one child who was staying at my mum's, and I was like, "God, you're never. This isn't a break from parenting. I'm still a parent. I'm in Sicily. My son's in Hampshire." I'm still worried about him. I'm still thinking about him all the time. You know, is he eating? Blah blah blah. All of those things. You never get a break from. You never get to have a pause from all those emotions that you have as a mum. And I think God, you get yourself into this cycle where it's like you don't get. You don't get that break. You have to cheat it. You have to say. I'm going to do the big shop, but really you've done click and collect because that's going to be your break because it's not seen as work. Mm. It's not seen as, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of relationships that I hear about, it's, it's sort of, if you're at home, it's not work. If you're at home, whether you're working or with kids, you haven't had to go on the commute. You haven't had to see people. It's not, it's not work, it's not exhausting. I, and therefore, a lot of the times, as you were saying earlier, we become kind of almost martyrs to it because we're
0: like, we never have that break. Interesting quote from Victoria Beckham, actually. And unlike of yeah. course, um, years ago, and I'll never forget it, she was like, so I was asking about her relationship with David, it was obviously a magazine interview. And she was like, the way I look upon relationships are my partner, your life partner, is there to enhance your life, mm-hmm. to make it better, mm-hmm. not to make it worse.
1: Yeah, and, and, and that goes vice like, versa. Whoa,
0: so. Vicky! <laughs>
1: but that, but this is the thing, and I think a lot of men have that. One of our main sources of arguments with Joe is that I'm like, I'm not your secretary. I'm not your at home babysitter that you can't tell me that you're going out because you just assume that I'm going to be at home, you know, whereas I have to beg you and put it in your diary if I want to go out.
0: What's your positive for the week? Um, my positive for the week is I kind of, kind of an an extension of what I said last week is that I I feel quite grown up this week. Um, you're like an actual grown up, like an actual grown up. I've got a business and people work for me and, um, I think I'm
1: quite
0: a nice boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not what Shiffy's <laughs> heard.
1: <laughs> Except for the chat group we have called... Yeah, there's a, a splinter group. <laughs> You're all right. Um, yeah, and they're really happy. I'm doing a smacking good job.
0: Yeah, i say, yeah, that's, how, that's my positive. I feel like a... It's only taken me t- I'm almost 40 and it's only taken me <laughs> 40 years to start feeling like
1: <laughs> um, Yes, yeah, So my positive will be is I'm just, I don't know I'm feeling very um, relaxed mm. which may sound unusual but I'm usually quite um, I'm feeling quite mentally relaxed and that's unusual. I'm weaning myself off my medication sensibly because the last time I came off medication I just stopped. That was fun for everyone involved. Um and so obviously that makes in it makes me feel worried that what will life be like without it, in which case I can always go back on it and that's fine. But it seems to be okay and I'm not completely bonkers. So that's my positive. Q, you getting a phone call from Joe when I'm in Venice with you like She's towering under a bridge in the bridge. She's run someone through
0: with the gondola stick. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean she's running through? Like, what? <laughs> she's happened. escaped on a gondola. She's nicked a gondola <laughs> and she's gone down the Grand Canal. All I can see is Chippy <laughs> in the sunset. That would
1: be amazing. And I sort of have to make it happen now. Don't disappoint, Gemma.
0: <laughs> so it would be like you know, the end of a western where they're just going off into the sunset. It'll be you <laughs> on your gondola. <laughs> I'm off. <laughs> I love this bullshit. <laughs> oh, amazing. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all this week. And I think I speak for all the laundrettes And I say, I hope you get to Venice. Thanks. And we shall look forward to the next week's episode when you entertain us with all of your um Venetian shoes. <laughs>
1: The Venetian episode.
0: Say goodbye, Chippy. (music) Bye-bye.